Hello and welcome to episode three of Sports Goons Radio, man. Appreciate everybody for listening. Appreciate everybody last week listened to the fantasy football episode. Glad I can help your teams out. Glad that you listen, man. Ah, can you smell it? It's in the air. Football is back. <laughs> it is back, man. Before we get started, man. Now, I know I had said I was going to talk about Matt Ryan, the quarterback of the Falcons, but we're going to say that the next week. We're going to talk about him, Bridgewater, and Romo for next week's episode. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, this guy has pretty much took over America, and I'm enjoying it. Salute to him for not standing for the national anthem, for what he actually believes in, for the oppression of, of, of colored people, black people, whoever. Black Lives Matter, man, I, I feel him 100%, man. I stand by him. Uh, it's not the fact that it was pissing people off that he didn't stand for the national anthem. What's pissing people off is the reason why he stand, stood, why he didn't stand for the national anthem. Now, me personally, as for the national anthem, I mean, it's just one of them things where I stood because you had to, you know, you was told to. I never really took the uh, the, the lyrics to heart like that. Because, you know, the person who wrote the National Anthem, they didn't write it for us. We wasn't the home of the, uh, the land of the free and home of the brave. We, we wasn't free. We wasn't free at all. So, you know, um, the NBA is the only team, in, it's the only league in professional sports that mandates you stand for the National Anthem because of the Mahmoud Abdul-Roth incident and also Craig Hodges when he went off in the White House, you know, so... <sighs> Colin Kaepernick, he's been doing it. He's been protesting. He got the socks on at practice. I mean, he's all in. That's what I commend him for. He's all in. Football is secondary to him right now. He's about making a statement. You know, Colin Kaepernick, when he first came in the league, when he got it, first got the success and the money, you know, he was out there. You know, he got into some legal trouble. You know, he was hanging around with the wrong crowd. But it's glad to see that he's matured as a man. Now, the football player may be over with, but Kaepernick, the man, is just beginning. And that's what I, I'm, I'm enjoying to watch. Now, the 49 is going to stink. With Kaepernick, without Kaepernick, they, they're going to stink. They're probably going to draft Deshaun Watson with Chip, Chip Kelly. Going to draft Deshaun Watson with Brad Kaye next year. And Kaepernick, he's old, what, 14, 11 million this year? Um, they got to make a decision as the 49ers. Uh, they keep him. They, they say they're going to start Blaine Gap. Okay, fine. Are you going to keep Kaepernick around and perhaps divide the locker room? Get him an opportunity to go play somewhere else because we got some interest going on right now, such as in Minnesota, such as in Dallas. Uh, I believe that's still going to go with Dak Prescott. <laughs> Excuse me. But Minnesota doesn't have a quarterback for Sean Hill. So are they going to let Kaepernick go his separate ways because he doesn't look like the future in San Francisco? Now, this right here, they already had thoughts on cutting him. I think this put a little bit more flavor to it and get him a little bit more excuse and reason to cut him. If that happens, he's going to play in the fourth preseason game. He's going to play a lot. Um, but Kaepernick, the player, man, he, he's not like he was in 2012. Uh, he's lost a lot of weight. His shoulder is messed up. Uh, don't know about his speed. He's been injured a lot. And his accuracy was never on point. So he's almost a shell of himself. But it's good to see that he's protesting. It's good to see what he's doing right now. And I'm rooting for him. I hate the 49ers. I can't stand him. I hope he go to another team because I can't stand the 49ers. But I am rooting for him in this political protest with what he's doing right now and he's standing up for what right he has the platform now you rookies out there in the nfl you undrafted free agents you six or seven round picks trying to make the team 
you better stand for the for the national anthem. You, you might want to stand. You you just put your helmet up under your up under your arm. You just look around. You ain't gotta sing. You ain't gotta do all that because you you need a job. Kaepernick is paid. He he's gotten over a hundred million dollars. He, he's paid. You are not. You you one incident away, one missed tackle away for being cut. So you just keep that in mind, man. But Colin Kaepernick, salute to you, sir. Like with what you're doing, Black Lives Matter. Thank you, sir. All right, tonight is the start of college football. We're kicking it off with two jabroni teams, uh, South Carolina and Vanderbilt. It's not going to be high scoring if you're looking for that. It's going to be low scoring. Um, both offenses are going to be putrid. But the fact is, college football is back. That's all that matters. Uh, games actually count now. South Carolina usually play on Thursday nights anyway, so I'm going to watch because football is back. Um, tomorrow night, Friday night, Stanford versus Kansas State. Chance to see Christian McCaffrey, man. Love watching this young man play in the league. Look for him to be a Danny Woodhead, Giovanni Bernard, Duke Johnson type of kid, type of player. Uh, I think he's going to be a little bit better than Razor Bush because he can't run between the tackles, and he can run you over when needs be, man. So that's on Friday. Saturday morning, we're going to kick it off. Georgia Tech versus Boston College. Now, this is the equivalent of South Carolina versus Vanderbilt in the SEC. We're just going to take it to the ACC now. They're playing in Dublin, Ireland. They're playing at 730 in the morning. So when you're up making breakfast, doing your chores, doing your honeydew list, and you got the game on, come on. Football in, in, in the morning? If you don't like football while you're eating your Fruit Loops, I'm not sure football is for you. Dig it. So that's gonna be great, man. That's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be awesome, man. The, the score's gonna suck. The game's gonna be hard to watch because Boston College offense is terrible. Georgia Tech defense is terrible. So some gotta give, you know. But I'm rooting for it. I'm watching it. Can't wait. At twelve, Houston versus Oklahoma will probably be the the high scoring game of of the day. Um, Houston is pretty much. Auditioning for the Big 12 Conference. Let's, let's talk about the Big 12, okay? Oklahoma is the class. You got your Baylors, West Virginia, Texas, whatever. But it is a travesty, TCUs. It is a travesty that they do not have a conference championship game. I mean, seriously, when those teams went to the Pac-12, Houston would have been the first team I'm calling. Like, okay, I see what you're doing. Come on, we need you. You're in the area. You know, you want to make it big time. Yeah, they go all the way to Morgantown, West Virginia to get a team. I mean, Houston is in your backyard. Get those guys in the Big 12 to boost your standards, okay? As for this game, it's going to be high scoring, but I think Oklahoma will make a couple more defensive plays at the end. Look for like 41-35, something like that, man. 48-41, uh, something like that. Tom Harriman, the head coach of Houston, if you remember when Ohio State won the national title, he was the offensive coordinator. And you saw how Ohio State offense struggled much last year. Why? Because he was in Houston beating up my Florida State Seminoles in the Peach Bowl. So he got my respect. This is going to be a good one. At 3.30, a doubleheader. Well, it's not a doubleheader. It's just two games on the same time. First off, UCLA versus Texas A&M. Josh Rosen, the 2018 consensus number one pick against uh, Trevor Knight, the former Oklahoma uh, transfer in Texas A&M. And College Station, Cal Field, they've renovated it. There's going to be over 100,000 fans there. I cannot wait to see this. Josh Rosen, you got to think, is he Johnny Manziel or is he Tom Brady? 
I mean, he's outgoing, he's brash, he talk a lot of trash, but he's plays backing up. He struggled a little bit coming down the stretch just because he is a freshman. So interested to see what happens with him this year because this is a good litmus test with Miles against Miles Jarrett and those guys Texas and them. Kevin Sumlin, man, he's on the hot seat. It's hot. His seat is hot. Okay, was it Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans or was it him? We do not know. This is a good chance to find out. Okay, this is a good litmus test, a good test for both teams. I'm glad they're playing this game, man. Um, I'm going to be watching and also the other game, LSU versus Wisconsin. In the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Playing in Green Bay, Wisconsin, man. Uh, LSU has the talent to go to the national championship every year. But for some reason or another, they have this thing called Alabama stands that stand in their way. And they and they trip up other games also. A big part of that is the quarterback position. Brandon Harris, he's going to have to play. He's going to have to play good. Okay, that's just a fact of the matter. Brandon Harris is going to have to play. They got Fournette, they got Malachi Goodwin, they got other receivers. I mean, they got the first round picks all over the team, but the quarterback position has caused them not to win or not go to the national championship. And when they did go, they couldn't get the ball over the 50 against Alabama some years ago. So, this got to be a coming out party for him. He has to show that Les Miles can trust him and Cam Cameron, the offensive coordinator, can trust him. Um, and he has to play better. That's Wisconsin, man. They, they, they're going to be a veteran team. They do this every year. They go and play ACC powerhouse and get killed. They won't get killed in this one. They'll lose with a point spread 10. They'll lose by 8 or 9, something like that. 25, 17, somewhere in there. I think they'll cover just enough. But Fournette, look, I don't know if he's going to have a big game or not because he's been injured. Look for the other running backs to pretty much take control of this. Look for Fournette to break out in week two or week three. All right, 530. UGA versus North Carolina. They, they, UGA finally Kirby Smart two days before the game, finally names a starter. It will be Grayson Lambert. I seen Grayson Lambert last year, and he absolutely sucks. I think you, I think North Carolina's going to win. Grayson Lambert is terrible. Yeah, Georgia won 10 games, but look at the games they won. They beat, what, Kentucky 7-0. They beat Vanderbilt 21-50. It was ugly. It was ugly, especially when Chubb went down. Sonny Michelle, he saved him. Sonny Michelle's going to be hurt this game. Chubb's going to come back. You know what I'm saying? You got to see how he looked. The defense is going to be stout. But North Carolina, they, they throw the ball around. They, they're going to bring some offense. They're going to bring – their run defense stinks. So Chubb's going to have a big game. But can – are they going to be able to stop North Carolina winning count? Grayson Lambert, can he convert on third downs? Can he convert that big play? I believe Jacob Easton is going to play in this game, man, before he get out of control. Uh, at first, if Jacob, if Jacob Easton had to play, I would have picked UGA by field goal. Lambert's playing, give me no give me North Carolina. Seriously, give, give me North Carolina. I just don't see it with this Grayson Lambert. He stunk at Virginia. He stinks at UGA. He's gonna stink when he goes to the NFL or wherever he's gonna go. Sorry, but it's true. All right, eight o'clock. Alabama versus USC. Could be the, it's the most interesting matchup of the night. Um Alabama, they got a little, you know, Cooper Bateman's supposed to be starting the quarterback. You don't really want to trust him too much. USC starring Matt Boone. They got four Number one picks on the offense already at USC. Juju Smith-Schuster lead the way, the other wide receiver. They got two offensive linemen. They're first-round picks. Can they get over that hump? Can they go toe-to-toe with Alabama? Now they're not going to win. Alabama's still going to win because Alabama is defensive, strong, and heavy. 
But if they can prove they can hang with Alabama, that will set them up for the Pac-12 schedule. And they can win the Pac-12 this year. It's wide open in the Pac-12. I mean, Oregon, they don't have Mariota or Vernon Adams. Um, Stanford, they're young this year, so except for McCaffrey. Uh, Washington, they, that's a lot. That's a sleeper team out there. But USC, if they can get their act together, and this Matt Boone kick and show that he can make some plays, they have a legitimate shot winning the Pac-12. But Alabama, they're going to win this one. Um, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be a typical Alabama game. There, I, I hate watching Alabama play, man. It, it is so boring. Jesus Christ, man. It, run the ball two times, third down, find somebody. Run the ball two more times on third down, find somebody. Oh, but they, they keep winning. Saban keeps winning. So, oh well. At nine thirty, Deshaun Watson, the consensus Heisman Trophy winner for this season, uh, preseason All American, goes against Auburn. This is gonna be a tough matchup here. Um, Auburn, they're going to hang tough at the beginning, but Clemson will pull away in the end. This will not uh, going to be a blowout from the, from the gate because if you watch Clemson last year, they struggled on the road early in games. They struggled at Louisville on the road early, you know. So they, they struggle early in games. They're going to struggle a little bit early in this one, but they're going to pull away in the end because Clemson just more talented. And Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in the nation. So look for him. To have a big game, a huge game, but I say 44-28, something like that, somewhere in there. I say that game goes. Deshaun Watson gonna show why he's the number one man in the land on Sunday. After I watched my Fort Valley State Wildcats beat up on Miles at 7:30, Notre Dame versus Texas. Okay, Charlie Strong finally got his recruiting class on the field. So let's see what they can do. Last year they got they got ransacked by Notre Dame. They got Mollywalk. Okay, they got killed. And you think you know that's in the locker room with the Texas Longhorns. This year, Notre Dame travels to Texas. Now, Notre Dame got two quarterbacks. And I'm always in the gonna be interested to see, man. I think Texas I think Texas pulled out the upset. Like I was saying, um Zaire for Notre Dame, man. You got two quarterbacks, you got one, man. Brian Kelly's gonna make a decision. All right. Monday night, Florida State versus Ole Miss. Florida State, my favorite team. Some of you may know I love Florida State to death, but this game scares me. It scares me a lot. Even though Ole Miss lost a lot of players with, with Tunsil, Treadwell, the um, Robert M. Demkiche, uh brothers, and the, their synthetic weed or whatever, you know. But Chad Kelly's still there. He can make plays. He's a playmaker. Uh, Florida State, they're loaded. Dalvin Cook is back. He's ready to go. This is going to be a good game. Uh, DeAndre Francois, I, I, I haven't seen him start a game yet. I don't have – two, three years ago when Jameis Winston was named the starter for the state, I said, okay, this is the guy. He's going to show out. And, Lord and behold, they went undefeated one that championship. Francois, I'm not there yet. I'm almost there. I got to see him in this first game. If I can get a good read on him in this first game, then okay, all right, we good. We good. Because if they can go undefeated and Clemson go undefeated, October 29th, Halloween weekend, at Dope Campbell Stadium, primetime, 8 o'clock. It will probably be the number, what, number one Clemson or number two Clemson versus number three Florida State, depending on what Alabama has done. And the winner of that is in the front-runner seat of the ACC, uh, the Coastal Division, and also going to be in the college football playoffs. So this game means a lot, this Ole Miss versus Florida State game, also the Clemson versus Auburn game, man. So, ah, man. Hope you got all that. I hope you breathe a little, you know. 
get ready, sit back, go get go to the store, get you some brews, get you some wings, get you some pizza. I'm not going anywhere all weekend except for Saturday night. Got the, uh, the sports going five-year anniversary part I'm going to. Besides that, man, I'm going to be sitting, chilling, watching football. Even up prior before the event, I'm going to be watching football. When I get home, I'm going to be watching football. I'm watching football all, all weekend. Saturday from 7.30 until midnight. 19 hours of football. 19 hours. Guess who's going to watch all of it? Guilty. Me. All right, so that'll do it for this week, man. Next week, like I said, we're going to talk about the NFL. We're going to talk about the quarterbacks. You got any questions about the NFL? Let me know, man. Appreciate everybody listening, man. And I'll see you guys next week.